today in the room is the Spirit of God, and I think that's what I really want to lead me. So I can have my notes, but actually I really want the Spirit of God to lead whatever it is that I'm going to share with you. Um, I really, in my heart, and I know Harry will agree with me on this, wanted to, for us to all be sitting almost like in a huddle, a close circle, which for several reasons isn't the right thing to do today. Uh, but there's obviously quite a lot of you. But I, I just want to share with you that's my heart. I, I would have really liked for us to be huddled together. Mm. And in fact, I just wonder if I could just do something. Because uh, <laughs> um, I kind of want you to imagine that we are all huddled together in a circle. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking of the Last Supper, obviously, as we come to share communion, and, and what that day must have been like, that evening, uh, when the disciples were, were coming together. Um, I dare say they wouldn't have been sitting like this, eating. They would have all been huddled together and Jesus would have been right there, right there with them. 
Perhaps I can read the scripture first. And I can feel I'm very emotional, so bear with me. Um, I want to make sure I go to the right scripture, first of all. Okay, so this is in, in uh, if you want to turn there, 1 Corinthians 11, uh, 23. And the reason that I went to this scripture was specifically because this is Paul speaking to the church. Um, and presumably this is Paul now speaking to us. Uh, and he says in verse 23, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night, so it was a night, <laughs> He was betrayed, took bread, and when he'd given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. I said I brought my notes, can't find them. Here we go. So I want to talk about unity, and, and perhaps you can feel it in the sense of family. Now, I want to acknowledge that not everybody has necessarily very positive feelings about family. Prayerfully, most of us in, our, in this room do about our blood families. I feel very, very blessed that I do. I grew up in a very loving family and I feel very blessed to have a loving family around me. But if that is challenging for you in your heart, I do want you to think about the people in this room today. They are here for you as your family, as your family. Um, Christmas Eve 2017, we had a phone call that Tidu's mum was having cardiac arrest and that evening she died. When we uh, came together on Christmas Day, I had already, in anticipation, laid the table. So her place was there at the table. Um, I didn't remove the, the plate, I didn't take it away. It was very obvious that on that day, we were meant to remember her. Um, and I, it just made me think, what was it like for those disciples to come back after Jesus had died? The chair would have been empty, but something held them all together. And you know, when I think about the family, and I think about us coming together at Christmas, or in fact, as I really honestly reflect on Thanksgiving, because since Diana, lovely Diana, has joined our family, we celebrate Thanksgiving. I actually ruined Thanksgiving this year. Um, basically, because of my human flaws, my weaknesses, my selfishness, it was a disaster. Absolutely because of me. But you know what? That's what family is about. Yeah. Right? I really messed up. Did they resent me for the rest of their days? No. Did they forgive me? Yes. And I really want us to feel today this in the room. We're all weak. I definitely am. Every single day. I'm going to do better today. <coughs> Fail. <laughs> but I think the message of Christ, the message that 
We are his body, broken, bleeding, but he is love incarnate. He came as love in the flesh. And that's what we are. It's just different. It's different to what's out there. And I've really started to understand what the Jewish people must have felt as the chosen people. The lamb was slaughtered at Passover. They came together and they ate the lamb to remember the liberation that they had. And I just, today, I'm really filled with gratitude. It's not uniformity. We're all different. The churches are all different but the spirit is one of unity and we really need to hang on to that because the world is a mess. But Jesus came and our redemption is in him. Um, And this really, really inspired me today. Unity, unity, unity. No matter what's going on, no matter if you've messed up, even this week in our family, we had some really ugly text messages going across. (coughs) You know, that's real. We're weak, we're frail. But we're saved. Jesus came for the whole world. And, and I just want to end with uh, 2 Corinthians 5. Because for me, it means so much more. There's, we're obviously on our own personal journey. But this matters almost more. Because we can't do it on our own. We need each other. And so, uh, 2 Corinthians 5. Uh, 14 and 15 for Christ's love compels us because we in this room are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all people here and people out there that those who live should no longer live for themselves selfishly but for him who died for them and was raised again Let's just go down to verse 20. We, we church, are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We have a message for the world. And yes, the world is really in a strange place today. But absolutely let us rejoice. Because we have the truth. That is just mind-blowing. Why would I not want to run out and be an ambassador? But more importantly, when I do that and I think it's on me, uh, I'm not enough. Yeah, yeah, you're right, I'm not enough. But we are. So I really thank you for being my brothers and sisters. Let's just at this time reflect really profoundly on the message of the cross. So I'd like to pray. God, even as I bow my head and pray to you, God, on behalf of your beloved church, God. You know, my eyes glanced in the front row and I see Michael and Ada. And they're part of our family, Lord. 
and we're going to be saying goodbye soon, but we know that nothing, as it says in Romans, can break this bond of love, no matter where they are. We're united in spirit. We've had the blessedness of them being with us. And this is, this is what the cross is about, God. And we're so, so grateful that you've chosen us as your people, God. We fail. We fail every day. But your, your son didn't. He went the whole way to allow for the, you know, the redemption of the whole world. We're so, so grateful for that, God, because, you know, in you, like uh, Joel and Brianna said, it's in you that all our hope lies, God. So as we really soberly think about what it took, the physical suffering, the emotional pain, determination, the motivation of love, let us just really rejoice in you, God. You are truly great, great Father, a great God, and we praise your name through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Give your life to me.